I recall Central Park in fall. How you tore your dress. What a mess. I confess, that's not all. Say Ferris. Say Ferris. Say Ferris Bueller. What? Ferris Bueller. They say he's like on the verge of death or something. Oh, I heard he's sick. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows his kid who's going with the girl who saw Ferris pass out of 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. Well, a group of us are collecting money to buy Ferris Bueller a new kidney, and they run about 50 G's or so. So if you wouldn't mind helping out... Go piss up a flag. I'm sorry? You should be. What if you need a favor from Ferris Bueller someday? Then where will you be, huh? You heartless wench! If you'd like to help us save Ferris, join us at Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, only from DuelingGenre.com. Oh, he's very popular, Red. The Sportos and Motorheads, Geek Sluts, Bloods, Waste Toys, Dweebies, Dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, one Walking Dead extra minute at a time. <laughs> I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us again today, we have Norman's sister, Jesse Mitchell. Hello. What's up? Nothing much. Well, apparently the Urukai. Are, are, are you suggesting that that Urukai is a zombie? Um, I'm just saying that... All of those things are dead, and that guy moves. <laughs> you know, maybe he just, he saw how this was going, took a, took a scratch, and just went down. It's just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait out I'm this ride. So, okay, so... Like a good minion. He wants to go home. Uh, the fight scene that started last minute ends roughly 30 seconds into this minute, and then Aragorn drops everything and runs to go see Boromir. Aragorn jumps over a few dead orcs, or ostensibly dead orcs, and one kind of rustles as he moves past it, because he's like, br- like moves it out of the way with his foot. And then one of him, like, one of them picks up his head and looks around, and it's 44 seconds in on our copy, like 44 seconds yeah. into the minute. It, he's the one right behind Aragorn. It's like the to the left side of the screen. And it's hilarious. It is. It's really funny. Because, like, he picks, like, his head up and, like, gets kind of up on one of his elbows and, like, looks around well, a no, little. no, it's just, like, his head moves. And then we're, we, like, move past him. Because Aragorn's talking to Boromir yeah. now. It's, it's just after that look on Aragorn's face when he sees Boromir up against the tree. Mm-hmm. So I like that that made me laugh in a minute that's otherwise horrible. But... Uh, I... It it does always amuse me when extras that are supposed to be like still or dead bodies move. <laughs> it's like you you didn't do what you were paid to do. They literally just had to lie there. <laughs> like I'm paying you to do nothing. Which me and every time something like that winds up in a movie, it's there's one of there's there's only one of two reasons. One, the guy editing it together just didn't notice. 
or more likely it's probably just the best shot they got regardless yeah so they just use it my favorite example of like a random extra doing something you're not supposed to do in a movie is the little kid in the birds like right before there's a really loud noise there's a kid in the birds in a cafeteria in the birds in a cafeteria that puts his hands over his ears before the noise happens <laughs> he's psychic like he's obviously done this take a few times and is ready and just covers his ears <laughs> He picks his shoulders up. He just, huh? What? I was going to try and count how many bodies are strewn here, but there are at least 30. Yeah, I was going to I was going to just say like a, a quick estimate is like 20 or yeah. so that you can hey, see. If there's if there's 30 dead bodies and only one of them moves, still pretty good odds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if we're going to if we're just going to accept it as like Boromir didn't actually kill that guy. I love that he's just picking his head up and checking out what's going on over here. Well, like, Vigo Mortensen jumps over him and it looks like he immediately just looks at Vigo's butt. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he jumps over him, the cape, like, goes over this Urukai, and yeah. then he's like, what was that? Well, okay. to be fair, if I was in his position and Aragorn <laughs> ran over me... Maybe maybe that's a lady Urukai. I know, I was gonna say, like... Yeah, relatable. What if what if it's not? What if it's a dude? Or like dudes can like dudes. It's true. <laughs> but like I also think that maybe the Urukai are just like agendered or or asexual. They don't have a sex or a gender. Like the angels and dogma? I mean they're created, they're not born. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about that scene in Dogma with Alan Rickman. <laughs> and he just pulls his pants down. <laughs> yeah. Just Lurks does that. Looks right at the camera. Oh my god. Lurtz um, is so gross in this minute. Yes. He like yes. licks that knife. Covered in his own blood. It's not like he's licking Aragorn's it's blood. It's so disgusting. Why? Okay. First of all, when people like, I think it's nasty when people suck on like paper cuts or something like. Yeah. Auto vampirism or something. This is like, this is like ten steps beyond <laughs> this is that. So unnecessary. This is right? so extra. Like, this is the most. Like, I'm losing, so I'm gonna intimidate him. What am I gonna do? Oh, I'll pull this knife out of my leg so that the wound is now bleeding freely, and I'm losing lots of blood. I'll fix that by licking it. And then throwing it at him. The length of the knife. <laughs> yeah. Like a popsicle. Which, like, so there's things <laughs> about this fight that they weren't sure we're going to get past the censors, like the, the arm chop and the, the decapitation. They only got to pass the censors because they agreed no spurting blood. Mm. The knife lick is something that Peter Jackson says in the commentary. He's just like, I know people are going to blame me for this, but Barry filmed that. That's his fault. <laughs> but I think it's cool. <laughs> but then he immediately throws that nasty blood-covered knife directly at Aragorn. Blood and spit-covered. Blood and spit-covered. <laughs> and dirt and whatever else it's been right. through. Exactly. All sorts of unsanitary. And Aragorn bats it out of the way like a badass. 
With his sword. With his sword, which Viggo Mortensen did on the first take. That is really cool. However, if That's it was amazing. a baseball and it was a baseball bat, that would be a foul ball. Yes. <laughs> but they shot Lurch throwing the knife twice. So they got a good take of a good throw yeah. to use for Lurch throwing. And when he threw it, he buried the knife in a tree behind where they were filming. Jesus. It stuck in and they had to go pull it out. But yeah, Vigo batted that knife out of the way on the first try. Not like a Batman first try, like first try. Batman first try? Oh. Like Lego Batman. Oh, Lego Batman. I was like, wait a minute. Like, uh. like all right, Vigo. Lawrence is going to throw that ni- this knife at you. You're going to smack it out of the way like a baseball. He's going to just like lob it at you nice and safe. And Vigo's like, okay. <laughs> Whack. Perfect. That's awesome. First try. Also, they were very rough with each other, apparently. And the headbutt that Lurtz gives Aragorn in this minute, because Lawrence had terrible depth perception in the, the prosthetic, yeah. he headbutted Vigo. <laughs> this is for all my fallen uh, stuntmen brothers. And the, the cast <laughs> is fairly certain that the punch directly down into Vigo's face when he's on the ground, mm-hmm. that Lawrence probably also legitimately punched him in the face <laughs> in that moment as well. Because all of their fighting looks, like, real. Pretty nitty-gritty. And we know that Vigo was rough with the stunt guys, so... I mean, if you have the opportunity, be a little rough back, I guess. Yeah, that's what I meant. I I will avenge you. (laughs) (laughs) My fellow toadies. (laughs) That is very impressive he was able to do that on the first take. Right? It is. It adds it adds an amount of realism to the moment because that's it's not a digital knife flying away. Right. And though it's like too quick to really pick up on it, I feel like subconsciously you just kind of have to. Because mm-hmm. like the shield throw is quick, but obviously fake. And I never noticed the CG arrows. Right. Not like not really. I've always just been like, wow, that's impressive. And now I know why. Because <laughs> it's fake. Because it's fake. <laughs> the magic of computers. I'm always the the thing that looks fake in this minute for me is the arm wound. I think because there is no spurting blood. Yeah. There's also there's not even any dripping blood. It's right. just it's very clean. Yeah. Which works is in not the Star real. Wars movie because right. I have a, a knife made of lava. Uh, so Yeah. Um, basically. But this is unless his ranger sword has some like elf magic mumbo jumbo i don't know yeah. about uh it's a little it's a little too clean and that's what makes it noticeable right but his elven blade would have the same kind of deal and that's covered in lurch's blood when it comes out of him right like so no do you think that Caliborn envisioned <laughs> That his knife, his gift to Aragorn... Would wind up in an orc's mouth? Would wind up in an orc mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a precious thing, and this is my gift to you. Yeah. Use it well. Use it well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say he probably did not foresee that. <laughs> but Galadriel did, and totally didn't yeah, tell him. Galadriel was like, oh, hey, what happened to that knife? Oh, I gave it to Aragorn. Huh. And, she, <laughs> and she just walks away. Right, and Caliburn's like, what? <laughs> What? What? What did you see? <laughs> You've been staring into that mirror again. 
my goodness. She just oh, sees man. Lurtz seductively licking the blood off the knife. Oh my god. With like careless whisper playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Little saxophone. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Someone re edit this. No. <laughs> Someone do it. Just like edit together. That is the thing that I do not need. Just in edit my life. together some of the distant looks that Aragorn has. Across these few minutes, you know what? I, with, the, with the knife lick, you know, do it. in a week, someone's gonna send you that. <laughs> Perfect. They should. I, I am want it. Willing to bet a dollar that there are fan vids of these two already. On the oh internet. yeah, because there always is of people of the people that fight in movies. Right. It's weird. It's weird enough. I believe. Oh, they've definitely been shipped a hundred times already. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can type in Aragorn slash Lurtz, and I bet you I will find an extremely pornographic fanfiction. Oh, yeah. In that, probably the starts, top three results. that probably starts with this fight as it is presented until a certain point. And then it becomes <laughs> a different sort of struggle, and we're done. No, no, no. Well, you did say they were being quite rough with each other, so... <laughs> but that is something I will never Google. <laughs> And you will be better for it. And I think it should stay encapsulated in this minute and nowhere else. <laughs> we will never boy. speak of this again. <sighs> Keep it secret. <laughs> Keep it PG. I hate, I hate to inform you. <laughs> Keep it secret. Keep it PG. Oh my word. Oh my god. Unlike that Star Trek Lord of the Rings fanfic I've read. Okay, you need to send me that. I need to find it. Because This that... is Elrond and Jean-Luc Picard. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Hugo Weaving and Patrick Stewart. Uh, making sweet, dignified love to each other. <laughs> I think we're just stalling for time at this point because I don't want to talk about the back half of this. If we don't talk about it, it doesn't happen. Uh, that's that's too bad. how this works, Because right? tomorrow, that's all there is to talk no, about. No, If we don't talk about it, it doesn't happen. This so minute next... does start to get very terrifyingly depressing after <laughs> Aragorn uh, chops off Lert's head. So. Yeah, because um, Aragorn runs over and it is revealed that Boromir has crawled his way up against a tree. I do like the moment right after where Aragorn chops off his head and he's like relieved for a split second and then he's like, oh F, like <laughs> He just turns around and he's just like no! <laughs> and runs to Boromir. He makes a great face. Like he I does. accidentally paused it in the middle and it's 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 really it's very comical if it wasn't really sad. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate um, switching tacts, I guess. I really appreciate that um, even from just a few, well, last minute, I guess, um, his, Boromir's face is much paler. Yes. Like, noticeably so. Um, the The makeup, I think, is really well done uh they call out that some of it's actually is digital grading okay uh digital grading to just kind of change the color mm -hmm. a little okay so i'm sure it's probably a blend mm -hmm. i'm sure that they also paled him up with makeup oh. but it and is then, overall fairly subtle yeah 
and then the heartfelt moments begin. I love that his first response when Aragorn shows up is, like, he's talking about Merry and Pippin. Like, he's not talking about himself. Yeah. Like He's like, what happened to me doesn't matter. They took the little ones. Yeah. His little friends. Yeah. They took his little friends. He tried so hard. He did so good. <laughs> he did. And then Aragorn is, like, checking him over, trying to see if he can do anything. And Boromir, I mean, again, talks about the hobbits, and yeah. he's asking about Frodo. Yeah. But not Sam. Well, I mean... I actually didn't realize that before. He doesn't ask about Sam. It's like, they took the little ones. Where's Frodo? <laughs> Sam's fat, and he doesn't care. They kidding. can't carry him away. Aww. Yeah, he could have said, what about the fat one? But no. <laughs> that would have been very impolite. It's just a descripting term. The little ones. <laughs> the kind of chubby one. Fine. So, okay. You could have said, what about the gardener? <laughs> right. Just as dismissive. What about the round one? <laughs> Was there a fourth hobbit? Didn't where's that other one at? <laughs> where's the one who's who is like chubby and then he loses it and then he gains it back again? Man, he did that a few times through this journey already. It's great metabolism. Wow. <laughs> I think, I mean, like, I've never almost died before, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I think, I would think that someone on their deathbed after just, like, trying to wrestle and, like, yell at somebody, they would ask about them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like... These are the two that I was just immediately trying to protect, and they're gone. And this is my biggest regret. What happened to the one, what happened to the one that I almost killed? <laughs> right. He's just like, this is the good thing I was doing. Now I'm going to ask about the bad thing I did. Because I think that the way he says it, I think he's asking where Frodo is because... He knows that Merry and Pippin were taken. Yeah. Also, I think he wants to apologize in his last moments. Mm. He wants to make amends for <gasps> that. Oh, he's totally having a confessional moment. Yeah. The end of this minute into the next one. Yeah. Because he... Because th this minute ends with him looking Aragorn right in the face and being like, I tried to take the ring. <laughs> and I, whenever he says that, I, whenever I watch that part, I always want to be like, Aragorn knows that. <laughs> but Boromir like, doesn't know that so, Aragorn like, knows that. Convicted and like, I'm releasing this big burden, which you totally would do if you were on your deathbed. But I cannot help but think every time he already knows that Boromir, you're good. Like, Aww. <laughs> or like, yeah, and Aragorn didn't. <laughs> it's just just like in the really like snarky, uncaring cut of this movie, Aww. it's just Aragorn's. Yeah, and I didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> Who's the rightful king of Gondor now? Like, <laughs> just like stands up, arms spread. Come at me. Oh my gosh. No, I like that he asks about Frodo, and Aragorn's like, "Well, I let him go," and his, you know, he. You have done what I can, like I couldn't do. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, this, this, like, like you said, Jesse, this is the, this is his confessional moment. Mm -hmm. 
This is him him laying it all down. Oh. Gotta get it all out. He's on borrowed time. I'm really upset. Like, I've seen this movie, like, a bunch at this point. Um, but, like, analyzing it... I know, so slowing it down. Yeah, slowing it down, but also analyzing it so in-depth. And we get so caught up in all the Boromir conversations yeah. that now that he is, like, going to be going yeah i'm very upset about it's it like, i don't want him to go no what are we gonna talk about <laughs> right every boromir episode is like 25 minutes at least at least you know that's because boromir is like the most complex like character mm-hmm. that there is and like i don't uh, know man yeah what are we gonna talk about our episodes are gonna be like okay so here's the minute uh Bam, 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 bam. All right. There's no Sean Bean. It's sad. (laughs) Bye. There's no purpose. (laughs) He did not come back to life, unlike the (laughs) Urukai. Our not yet dead orc friend. Oh, man. The guy with a wagon is going to march through. (laughs) Bring out your dead. (laughs) That's funny you say that because whenever. Like, we were watching this, and when Aragorn chops off Lurtz's arm, it's always like, oh, it's just a flesh wound. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh. The, uh, I love the body language, the expressive body language that the guy playing Lurtz, Lawrence, um, Macquarie, I keep, I just don't know how to properly say his last name. Mm. Uh, don't they say it? Yeah, but... Like some of them say it differently. Oh, because you New know Zealand? accents. <laughs> uh, so Lawrence, his his body language as Lurtz, I think is really impressive for a guy in a full body prosthetic. Mm-hmm. And it's always really, he's really good at getting the facial expressions to come through, despite not really being able to move his face very well. So like that moment where he grabs the sword and pulls Aragorn Ugh. to him. Oh man, we didn't even talk about that. I think. <laughs> That's, I think that's a great moment, like, in a fight, especially for, like, the last moment of this character that has been established to the audience as being, like, badass. Mm -hmm. That's, like, the last, like, screw you to Aragorn before he chops his head off. He's just, like, what of it? I don't even feel this. Witness me. (laughs) Yeah. And I've always thought that the swing around into the decapitation looks really awkward Mm. when you watch it really closely because Aragorn, he does a very small, like, pull-out motion before he does the swing, but it's not, like, a full go. Like a, yeah. And, well, there's no additional wound on Lurtz from a sword being pulled out of his side (laughs) and then into decapitation. (laughs) So I've always thought it looks awkward that there's, like, no wound to correspond to that motion. I mean PG thirteen. Yeah. It's it's just a, a thing I've always like noted in that moment is that it's just like, well, he's not cut in half. I'm really glad that this isn't rated R. Because I don't I don't particularly care for gore. Yeah. Oh god, uh, it would be horrifying. Yeah, no. Like like the Zack Snyder three hundred cut of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it would be amazing. <laughs> True. How much more intense would the cave troll scene have been? It's like half the movie. (laughs) (laughs) 
But you know the the, the Zack Snyder <laughs> the version. Troll is suddenly ripped and he's just like. He's wearing a cloak. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like the Zack it Snyder. Says Mario. <laughs> the snack. The Zack Snyder version snack of Snack Snyder. The oh. Zack Snyder version of Lord of the Rings is one movie. Three and a half hours long, and all the like big conflict in the middle is just like jump cut together the way it is in three hundred across like fifteen <laughs> battles. So like, and then we just like cut out all the walking. Yeah, you just cut out all the walking. You cut out a bunch of the random like you you tell all the story bits somewhat in retrospect and somewhat so, like, in Helen's reference. Deep is happening the same time Sam and Frodo are taking on Shelob. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> That's how I imagine like the the Zack Snyder cut would look. Interesting. Which might be cool to see some things like juxtaposed. Yeah. Like that, but would just be like, why would I? It's very disorienting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I did see Three Hundred again recently, and I still like it. It's a movie. Yeah. I <laughs> it's a think movie. I saw it in theaters and never again. I think we saw it in theaters at the same time. Did we? I saw it in for one reason and one reason only. <laughs> Gerard Butler's and abs. It was not Faramir, but that was a very pleasant surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, David Wenham chilling out. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's Faramir. He's hot. <laughs> and now he's hot and scarred. Now he's got an eye patch. I'm 17. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I find this... this now, eye, pa <laughs> eye patch, eye patch, bespoke Faramir, attractive. Eye patch, bespoke. <laughs> like ever since the I title of this episode, <laughs> I don't know if that's the proper way to use that word, but it, well, it was the it was the first word that came to mind. <laughs> no. I'm just going to use it in that context now. No. <laughs> Items are just going to be bespoke unto people. Yeah. I don't think that's the right way to use it either, but it was the first uh. word that popped into my into my skull. So. And then you just had to, you know? Then, yeah, it was just like... Just make up language. That like sounds fine. You know? Yeah. I know, it's totally fine. So. Yeah. Perfect. Have we gone far enough off track that this is... It's time to wrap up? I'm trying to... I'm trying to keep it light. I don't want to, like, wallow in death. Well, we're making fun of the way Norman is speaking. So <laughs> Maybe slightly off track. Uh, just just a regular Tuesday. You know, as you do. So, thanks again for joining me and making fun of Norman, Jesse. <laughs> Anytime, really. <laughs> Always a pleasure. I have 29 years of experience, so... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so, we're from the website DuelingGenre.com. While you're there, check out our other podcasts, such as The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast I do with uh, Nick and Scott Corelli, Geek by Night, our fictional audio drama, and a new talk show um, called Calling BS with Brandon and Scott. Not Scott Corelli, Scott Toffee, um, where they just sit and talk about whatever interests them. Nerdy stuff, wrestling, movies, whatever. It's, you know, it's a talk show. So 
that's a cool change of pace for right like our a, stuff <laughs> it's like the first like not narrative based thing i yeah i guess i guess eh, not whatever um we're branching out so check that out um special thanks to our patreon associate producers leaper 182 and ed foster i hope everyone has a great tuesday and we'll be back tomorrow with more more mirror about dead boromir <laughs> dying boromir he's not dead he's yet he's not yet dead <laughs> that's true we have quite a bit of i don't know if he can dance and sing though so no he's not gonna he's not gonna dance and sing he did his dancing killed 30 orcs doing his dancing they will sing his praises oh, in Valhalla. the halls of mandos <laughs> stick to the lore <laughs>